everything is a reflection outward of what we believe and think about ourselves inward. Welcome to Connect Back In Podcast. I'm Morgan King, your host, and I'm so passionate about sharing with you the spiritual concepts that have transformed my life. It is not always an easy path, but I know within my soul that if it's good on the inside, it's good on the outside. Through interviews with experts and my personal experience, we will break down how to live a spiritual life in today's society. My hope is that you find the inspiration and support you need as you explore your own journey to connect back in. Hello and welcome to Connect Back In. It's Morgan King, your host. And today's episode is in honor of Mental Health Awareness Month in May. We're May 2023 as a timestamp here. Um, I think this is such an important thing to talk about. I think really this podcast kind of stems from supporting you with and myself with mental health and going through life and the challenges that we face and the things that we come across that sometimes feels like we're the only one going through it. And especially like when you go out into the world, in most cases, people have a smile on their face or they're just kind of neutral. But in most cases, they're not like crying or talking about their deep, darkest fears and problems and concerns. It's all auto response. Hey, how are you? Good. How are you? And that's all fine. But I think that there's time and space to recognize that there is no one out there who doesn't experience fear from time to time or worry or doubt or frustration or judgment. And I certainly go through that. And that's why I'm able to create these podcasts is because I literally go through this exact challenge that I'm sharing with you. I learn from it. And then I'm like, all right, I want to share this because there has to be somebody else out there. And thank goodness that I understand that and know that sometimes I feel alone. But in most cases, I'm like, I'm not the only one who's experiencing this. And I think just establishing that as a truth for you when you're facing a challenge and you feel like there's no way out and it can feel insurmountable, like how do I get where I want to be? And I need to change everything or maybe it's just changing one thing. And really it's about recognizing that you are not your circumstances. You are so much more than that. It's happening it's something that's happening. It's not who you are. This isn't like, doesn't make up who you are. These are just our life experiences. And as much as I wanted to be a robot for so long and just give me the answers, I never want to be sad again. I never want to be angry again. I never want to judge again. It's just not realistic. And the whole human experience is about facing these things so that we can overcome them. We grow, we learn, we can help others go through it as well. And what comes to mind for me, because I'm very visual, is this visualization of like, think of like a lazy river. <laughs> Stick with me here. It's not like Vegas style. It's like in nature. So it's a circle, okay? And you're at the start of this river and a current starts to cascade. And in most cases, at least for me, 
I feel like I have the oars in my hand and I'm paddling to try and stay where I am. Even if it's uncomfortable, even if it's so hard to paddle, I'm just like, I cannot let go of these oars. I don't know what's down at the end of this river. I don't know it's a lazy river in like a circle format. I think it could go to a waterfall that would like kill me or... I might meet bad people along the way or there might be bad weather down there or whatever. So I paddle and paddle and paddle. And then the universe comes in because they're like, listen, if you just drop these oars, you would see that it's not as scary as you think it is. But you're like, no, 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 I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going. And then a storm happens and it knocks you out. And you might think, oh gosh, I can't believe I got knocked out. This is the worst thing that's ever happened to me. But the universe did this for you so that you would drop the oars. You go through the current and you go downstream in this circle. And at the end of it, which really is the beginning, because all endings truly are beginnings, is this beautiful lagoon. I feel like I talk about lagoons a lot on here. I'm not sure where that comes from. Um, but there's this beautiful lagoon and there's a waterfall that you can sit underneath that's calm and beautiful. And there's your favorite flowers and all your favorite people. And it's so soft and comforting and slow and easy. And you're like, oh my gosh, now that I'm here, I recognize that, oh my gosh, this is so crazy. The light just turned on in my room that I'm in. Um, (laughs) spirit must like what I'm saying. That's a trip. Hold on. I'm going to turn this off. But so you're at the end of this lagoon and all this analogy is stating that if you could see from where you are now at this beautiful space where you were then and talk to yourself and say, Hey, listen, like, it's not as bad. Just let go. Like you have to trust. You're not in charge of the current. You're not in charge of the storms. You are a participant in this experience. And that is truly what life is all about. You've, you're not in control now. You've never been in control. And you will never be in control of the outer world. That is just not how it works. We are a participant and we can choose how we want to perceive our experiences. And so if you're looking to change something in your life right now, first of all, I want you to recognize that that is totally okay. No matter where you are right now, just the fact that you're listening to this means that you have the awareness that, you know what, this just isn't working for me and I want to make an improvement. But it doesn't mean that where you are is bad. You are where you are and it's exactly where you should be because you wouldn't have the desire you have to change if you weren't where you are. And that improvement could add great benefit to your life. And there's ebbs and flows in life. There's seasons of life where this is super easy and fun. And sometimes it's really tough and challenging. But at the end of it all, we'll look back and we'll be so grateful for those challenging experiences. We wouldn't want to just coast through. We want the storms and the current changes and all of that because now that next time you come around the lazy river and there's this current, you're going to be like, you know what? I might let go a little sooner this time and not wait for the storm because I know that if I trust and I participate and I show up for myself, that I'll be at the end of this beautiful lagoon. So all is to say that you are not alone. 
Your feelings are 100% valid no matter where you are. And you've just kind of lost your way. And a lot of times it's because we're all up in our brain and we're listening to the voice up there instead of dropping in to our heart, to the truth of who we are. We identify with these thoughts instead of observing those thoughts and letting them be there. And like, that will never go away. You will never, if you're being like, I'm going to do all this work, I'm going to do this stuff so that I never experience fear again. That just ain't going to happen. And you don't want it to, whether you believe that right now or not. The idea that uncertainty doesn't exist somewhere is an illusion. And when I say illusion, oftentimes on this podcast, I say it a lot. It's not like a magic trick that has like glitter dust and you see it. An illusion is something that can be changed. It's a malleable. It's a perception. And really, our whole life, all the experiences we have, we choose to perceive it in a certain way. And the way that I perceive something is going to be very different, even if we're twins and we were sitting in the same spot in the way that you perceive that circumstance because we're just different people. And that's what's beautiful about the world. But also recognizing that we're all waves in the ocean. We all come from the same substance, the same life force that exists within us, source, spirit, God, a lot, whatever you want to call it. We are all connected with that. And when we recognize that and know that we're not alone, and these are just thoughts that I'm having, it can make the feeling a little bit lighter. So first steps to change here is recognizing that it starts with you. We think so often that I need to change my circumstances. And that could be part of it, but it has to start with a change in your inner world because really everything is a reflection outward of what we believe and think about ourselves inward. And so like we believe that our outer world impacts our thoughts. So I see something happen and that makes me feel X, whatever emotion it is, right? But in reality, if you can grasp this, this is a big one. I talk about it a lot in very different ways. But in reality, it is truly that your inner world, so your mind, creates an experience in the outer world. So I feel X about myself and so when, or the world. And so when something happens outside of me, I apply meaning and stories about that experience based on my thoughts and beliefs. Everything just is. And so we apply meaning, we apply a story to what's happening to us. And there's always a different perspective. And what's so incredible is that really it's not a change in outer circumstances. It's a shift in perception. It's a shift in your belief system, which can be so hard and feel so real and feel so true. This is the way it is, right? And also I think in uh, congruence with this, like starting with you, recognizing that you hold the power for wherever you are right now. You hold the power to change. No one can change you unless you decide that you want to. And the more that I've done this, like work, meaning this, or more that I've coached people, we all have something that we've been through. 
everyone has a challenge and it's all relative to our own life experience. And I used to think when I would go out into the world that like everyone else had it better than me. They don't understand. They're happy. How did they find the golden nugget? What am I missing? What am I doing wrong? And that was a complete illusion, if you will. We all have something and recognizing that because we all have something, then how can we affirm ourselves as a victim? And when you do that, you're only holding yourself back from your own potential because you're choosing to be a victim of your life and saying that circumstance did this to me. And I'm not saying you can't feel that way, you can't feel down, but if you choose to allow that to drive your life, you will miss out on the whole reason of why we're here. You deserve to take back your power and to assume the role of I decide. You know what? I don't have to believe in that thought anymore. What's another thought I can choose? So just recognizing that. And then also too, like this shows that in order to change my outer world, I need to start within. So what does that look like? Okay. Slower is faster. If you're anything like me, I'm pretty much the opposite of all like self-development world. And that's why I really dived into the spiritual element of uncovering the truth of who I am versus trying to take the position of fixing myself. I would do all the things. like It's almost like in a workout when someone's like, push harder, I actually slow down because I know I'm overdoing it and I will push myself beyond exhaustion. I just had this, and I still do, this thing that's like, no, you have to do more. Like I don't, my gauge is a little bit off. And that's a thought, right? That's a belief that I hold but that I need to push harder, push more, and just not listen to my body, not listen within. But for me, and again, just a reminder of all these episodes, take what you want and leave the rest. This is just what works for me. And so I share it in hopes that you get something from it. But you might be like, everything she's saying is dog (laughs) doo-doo. It's terrible. I don't believe in any of it. And that's totally cool. You go do you and listen to something else if you want to, or nothing at all. You can't do it wrong. So slower is faster. So doing more of what isn't working will not create a different result. That makes sense, right? So what this means is slowing down because in order to change your world, you kind of got to stop your world. You can't operate in the same way you've been operating in. And we all have patterns and habits. And so it's hard to just like you know what? I'm going to just start doing this thing and totally shift up and I'm going to adapt these new patterns. Of course, some people can totally do that and that's great. But in most cases, if like maybe it's your job or a relationship or your health or your finances, take a minute to stop and examine, okay, this is what I've been doing and it's not working. What is one tiny minuscule step I can take towards the thing I want. You might not even know what that is right now. And that's why going slow and stopping allows you the space to tap within, to connect back in to your heart, to your spirit, to the wave of the ocean that we all have within us, but is completely unique to us. It's our blueprint we've been given and say, what is it that is going to make me feel better? I am open and willing to see. 
and getting quiet. And this might take some time, especially if you're really dug into an experience that is completely opposite of where you want to be. And that's why you feel crummy. Like you have this guidance system telling you, okay, yeah, that feels good. Let's go in that direction. Oh, this feels bad. Don't do it. And then you do it because you're like, oh, well, this person did it and they're happy. And it's scary to say, you know, that just doesn't work for me. That's not what I want. Okay, well, then what do I want? Like, what what is it that I want? That's a big question. And I think taking it incrementally and small baby steps. Okay, I want to sleep more. (laughs) I want to maybe stop whatever, right? Like, these are so personal. It's hard for me to even give examples because it's based on where you are in this exact moment and where you're trying to be. So you might see someone and it might feel good to look at them and say, wow, they really have it going on. Okay. So it's great to have a model, but not every model is going to be your model. So recognizing that and saying, okay, I see what they have. They're happy. Maybe take them out for a coffee date or just see their habits and start adapting little tiny changes because we assume it's like this big, huge jump off a cliff. And in most cases you take, you don't like run and jump. You can sometimes, but I think if you're really dug in, it can be easier to like walk towards the edge of the cliff and maybe climb down. You can do it as slow as you want to, but recognizing that the slower that you go, the less distracted that you are, and it allows you the ability to hear more guidance from within. It's like this super loud music playing your whole life, maybe, or maybe the past year or six months or whatever it is. And then you turn down the loud, annoying music and you hear this whisper of a symphony. And that is truly the voice within. It feels good. It might be scary. It might go against what everyone else is doing. It might be completely opposite of where you're at, but recognizing that that is the truth and it takes quite a bit of faith to believe that that is available to you. But why would it have showed up if it wasn't? So slower is faster, listening inward, determining what it is that you want, and then taking tiny little baby steps to get you there. So establishing, this is kind of the next thing, is like establishing a new practice with this guide. And if there's a lot of unknown, depending on where you are, a question that's been really supportive to me is how will I feel after I'm done doing this thing? Because I recognize that a lot of the ways that everyone else does things doesn't work for me. And I have a very strong guidance system as we all do, but I've learned to recognize it as such that I physically cannot do things that I don't want to do. And emotionally, I have fear around that. I want to be accepted. I want to be like everybody else. There's this part of me, but like I've come to learn like I'm not like everyone else. And none of us are. We just kind of take that role because sometimes it's just easier to fit in and recognizing like, okay, this doesn't feel good to me. So I'm not going to do that. And like I said, it's very different for all of us. And so the slower is faster, taking a minute to set an intention. Okay. Is this going to make me feel, feel better? And it's going to be different on a daily basis. I think creating these super strict parameters up front can be daunting. Like I'm never going to drink again. I'm going to go to bed at 8 p.m. I'm not going to go on my cell phone. I'm stop, I'm done watching TV. Like 
This all happened to me. And I definitely... I love TV. It's like my favorite thing. (laughs) No shame. I used to feel very shameful about that. That's a whole other story. But like, you have to determine in that moment, do I want that glass of wine? You know what? That's going to make me feel great. That sounds awesome. And it's like riding the middle line, right? I'm not going to drink four bottles of wine. Maybe I will sometimes. And then I learn, hey, I don't want to do that again. But do I want to exercise? You know what? I'm really tired. I need to nourish my body right now. I'm just going to take a nap or I'm going to sit and do absolutely nothing. I'm going to turn my phone off. I'm going to make choices that feel good and I can assume the outcome of them to determine what that looks like. Do I want that extra cup of coffee? Do I want to buy myself something? I think there's so much out there that's like, this is what you need to do to feel good. And you have to know that that is not the same rubric for all of us, depending on where we are, what we want to do, and what feels good in that moment. So recognizing that. And then I think it's incredibly important to establish a strong foundation from the start. So this change that you're looking to do in your life, as I mentioned, will require quite a bit of faith and belief that it's possible for you and that you can get there and that the life that you've been leading isn't available, the only thing available to you. And so in order to have this faith, it requires a strong foundation. So one thing to note here, because going through change can feel very risky. It's uncertainty. It can be scary. But Jen Sincero in one of her books, I can't remember which one, she outlines the fact that life in general is so freaking risky. It's insane. Like the fact that we even go outside and leave our houses every day in this world is gnarly. And not to get you all scared on it, but like it's all dependent on where you focus. Like the fact that we get on the highway with complete strangers driving in their car, texting, completely distracted, like I know the universe runs the highways because I should have gotten in 90 billion accidents in my life. Like just not paying attention. I'll be like, how did I even get home? I don't even know. I was on the phone the whole time. And this is like our subconscious kind of taking over. But at the same time, it's us assuming that it's safe. We've all decided that driving, well, most of us, that driving on the freeway is safe, right? So it's all these like agreeance. But in reality, it's not. Nothing is. So if it's all hoopla, it's all risk, it's all uncertainty, we've just decided to think that and most of us do. So then it feels real. It feels true. So just knowing that if this feels risky, like everything's risky. And I feel like that neutralizes all of it to just be like, okay, well, if everything's a risk, I might as well choose the one that feels the best, right? Okay. So kind of going back to the foundation thing. So what does this actually look like? I've done episodes on morning routines. I've done episodes on the love yourself challenge. I've done episodes on affirmations. So you might want to go take a listen to those if you're kind of like, I have no idea what this looks like. But for me, I'll share with you, like it's time to set up before I get into my day. I have a baby. I also run a business. I have this podcast. I have friends, family, a relationship. Like we all have the things, right? So I just want to say that because I know for me, my first thought might may have been in the beginning of all this is like, I don't have time for that. And you make time for what's important. You choose, right? It's your perception of the situation that got you all up in the oars paddling against the current. So if you allow yourself to let go and trust that, you know what? I can make space and time for myself at the beginning of my day 
that will support me throughout my day so that I can enjoy today. That's why we're all here, believe it or not. So what this looks like for me is I have downtime with my baby. He's almost 10 months old. And my husband, we bring him into our room. We feed him his bottle. Then we go out. We have coffee and I read, I journal, hang out with my kid. And then I meditate. And then I either work out or I go for a walk with him later, but try and get some type of physical activity. And I was reading this documentary, um, reading this documentary. I was watching this documentary. Uh, It's Jonah Hill's documentary on Netflix. I highly recommend checking it out. It's pretty cool. It's an interview with his therapist and kind of the modalities that he teaches that are supportive. And you might get something from that because in reality, they're all the same. It's just given to us in a way in which we can digest it. And that's why it feels like there's so many different messages out there about like how to basically be happier. But anyway, so check that out. But one thing that the psychiatrist was saying, which I thought was really cool, is like getting down into the like the simple basics of sleep, eating healthy, drinking water, and exercising is like 85% of it. So if you're like, I have no freaking clue how I'm going to get out of this pit, just start drinking more water. Go get a Stanley online, be basic, (laughs) and fill that thing up two to three times a day. And then you're like, wow, that was so awesome. I feel so much better. And then you're like, you know what? I'm going to go for a walk today or whatever. So just starting with the physical aspect of your own body, it contributes so much to your mental health. It's insane. So whatever that looks like to you, ensuring that you create a supportive foundation, and then you will have the strength to make the decisions to drive you to this next thing that you're hoping to change about your life, whether it is a relationship, maybe you're looking for that new partner, okay? In past relationships, you've recognized that you are around people who aren't in alignment with you. They don't respect you. They don't do the things that you want to do, but you're just like, oh, they like me. And so I'm going to be with them. And now you've decided, you know what, that doesn't work for me. And you've created this supportive foundation for yourself to have faith and trust and belief in yourself. And so then uh, someone comes along you don't really like, but they like you. And you're like, you know what? I'm going to make the choice to not go down that road because I've been down that road before and I know it doesn't work. It's scary for me to say no because I don't want to be alone, but I know that there's something else out there for me. And because I've established this foundation, I feel like I'm in my right heart, my my knowing, my truth of what feels good, even though it could be scary and uncomfortable because I've never done it before. I'm going to do that. And then it's almost like you get rewarded. Then like this super awesome person will come along come along if you make that choice. And I used to talk about this, especially in manifestation episodes way back when, about like the universe testing you. And that's not a thing. Not for me anyway, anymore. I don't believe that whatsoever. The universe freaking loves the crap out of you more than anything ever, ever, ever. I actually, I'm going on tangent here, but um, in A Course in Miracles, they have this passage about the idea that like the entire world all the flowers, the ocean, the sunshine, the green grass was literally designed for your pleasure. It's available to make you happy and create joy in your experience. The universe loves you that much that it's like, you know what? We want to create a beautiful landscape for you. I feel like I just talked about this in another episode, but it's worth saying again, is like, you're so loved that when you are going in a direction that is not supportive of you, they're like, you know what? We got to throw up a stop sign here or do something because they 
like again, the storm at the beginning of this podcast episode around the lazy river analogy, you weren't dropping the oars. So they're like, all right, you got to do this storm. And in, in your human perspective of where you're standing, all you see is the storm. You don't see the lagoon at the end that will be available to you once you drop the oars. So you're like, okay, I need to hold on. Oh, the universe is giving me a storm. They don't love me. They don't care about me, right? Like the universe doesn't trust me, all these things. And it feels like a test. But in reality, it's always a blessing. It's always working out for you. And it's literally there for you to see how much they love you and for you to love yourself more. If you want a summation, all of this, every single episode I've ever done is love yourself more and choose joy and ease. And as hard as that can be, that's really what this is all about. All these practices, everything I share is really like, how can we get back to that center? And know that it's not going to be that easy and it could be hard and you might be mad at yourself sometimes and be frustrated with yourself and say things you don't mean to people or whatever. Like that is just part of it. And that's okay. And you're not alone. And you are so loved. You are so cared for. And the brain that is telling you you're not isn't you. It's some voice that was learned along the way. And on your journey, you are given experiences to unlearn that voice and to choose differently. I've lost too many people in my life that have decided that they weren't worthy to be here anymore. And they made that choice for themselves. And if this episode can remind you just for one second of one moment that, wait, maybe maybe she's right. Maybe I'm not alone. Maybe someone does love me. Maybe I am worthy. Maybe I am enough. Or maybe you can't even get there and it's just like a glimmer of sparkle. That is a billion times worth it for me. And know that there is help out there available to you. And we're all going through it, whether we show it or not. We are certainly not alone on this journey. And to reach out and support each other and to be vulnerable and to open up, it only connects us deeper and makes us feel good. Isn't it beautiful to know that you're not alone? In the feelings that you hold, Someone out there is feeling that exact same thing at this moment. There's nothing wrong with you. It's just a belief. And take that lens off your eyes and see what's available to you. See the lagoon. Let go of the oars. Trust. Know that you are guided and supported if you let it. You got to let it. You got to let go of the oars. So... I hope this supports you. If you are looking to make change in your life or just mental health in general, share this with someone who might need to hear it. I love you so much. Thank you as always for listening. And until next time. Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, then head on over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. We sincerely appreciate your feedback. Stay tuned for another episode of Connect Back In. And thank you for listening. 